Hey there, this is episode 42 of the Balanced Buy podcast. How to make the 52-week savings challenge work for you. Welcome to the Balanced Buy podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co-founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced Buy blog because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. So when I did a survey of my email subscribers recently, Most people said that they wanted to know more about how to save money and make it fun, a lot of savings challenges. And so that's why I am focusing on the 52-week savings challenge right now. Even though it's the middle of the year, I'm recording this in May, you can still start the challenge now or even just kind of keep it at the back of your mind and really get into it in January to start the new year off right. So what is a 52-week savings challenge? Basically, it's a simple method for saving a large amount of money. Making smaller deposits each week over a year will help you reach your savings goal by the end of the year-long challenge period. There are printable trackers in the blog post that'll be linked in the show notes, so you can print one of those out and start monitoring your savings progress. You don't have to start your challenge at the beginning of the year, but the $1,000 and $5,000 savings trackers are set up to accumulate those amounts before Christmas. So they are a good way to save up for Christmas and gift giving expenses. Why should you participate in a 52-week savings challenge? Do you have a big savings goal you need help achieving? Do you just need to get started? With saving money. If you answered yes to either of those questions, the 52-week savings challenge is for you. This challenge has the advantage of serving as a shorter-term goal that might be more appealing than really long-term savings goals like saving for a car or saving for college tuition. So when you've got big goals and they're going to take a long time, it can be hard to stay focused and motivated. So breaking those big goals into littler ones, even if it is a year long, is helpful. The 52-week savings challenge can be used to help people save for anything. Vacations, retirement, debt, payoff, or emergencies. Participants can choose to have their contributions go into a savings account that they will access only in case of emergency or to a separate savings account earmarked for the 52 weeks worth of savings for whatever goal you're working toward. What to do with all the money you save. What you do with your savings depends on where you are in the financial security steps and what your goals are. So if you are on step two, which is save a mini emergency fund and begin retirement savings, you do have a lot of options to as to what you should do with your money like you are at the beginning of your journey but what's the best way to spend that money so if you don't already have one 
I would absolutely recommend putting the money that you save into a savings account and use that as your mini emergency fund. This is one of the most important steps to take before tackling debt payoff. A mini emergency fund helps you avoid taking on more debt when an emergency pops up. Now, some people believe that having $1,000 in your mini emergency fund is enough, but I recommend saving a minimum of $500 plus $500 per person in your family. That's just because having a larger family, especially kids who don't contribute financially, means that your emergencies can cost more. You could also use the savings as a contribution to your retirement account, but that's less ideal. This early in your financial transformation journey, you should only be contributing the minimum to your retirement account. You don't want to lose out on the compound interest benefits of investing early or the free money that you can get from a possible employer match, but you also need more money in your budget to throw at debt payments. Retirement contributions should be factored into your ongoing budget rather than a lump sum deposit at the end of the challenge. So you should be making small retirement contributions throughout the year. You're going to have to invest in retirement for decades, so just get used to it and work it into your budget. If you're on step three, saving for recurring expenses, this is a way to get started too. So the balance five method for making money easy revolves around saving for monthly and annual expenses from every paycheck. You get a month ahead on your bills to reduce budget stress and then save a portion of next month's bills from each paycheck. So you're always a month ahead, you have that cushion and you're paying a little bit towards your bills from each check. Saving for recurring expenses means that you don't have to time your payments with your paydays because you have that cushion built up. You could use the money that you save in the 52-week savings challenge to create that cushion to start with. If you wanted to walk through this process in more detail and stop stressing about when to pay your bills, you need to get on the wait list for the Balanced Family Financial Fix. This digital course walks you through all the steps in detail and breaks down the math so you'll understand exactly how much you need to set aside from each paycheck. There's so much more included in the course that you don't want to miss out on it when the doors open. You can join the waitlist at balancedfi.com waitlist. If you are on step seven, paying off debt, you know what I'm going to say to do with your savings. Paying off debt is essential to changing your financial future. Paying interest on debts is just throwing money away. This step can take years, and your savings from the challenge can be used as a nice boost to speed up your progress. While you're on step seven, I recommend throwing all your extra money at principal payments, but making sure that you set aside a little bit uh, fun money budget so that you can actually live your life and stay motivated. For step eight, save an emergency fund of six months expenses. It's pretty obvious what you're going to do with your savings here too. A larger emergency fund keeps you out of additional debt during so many situations. 
So when you're saving up such a large amount, adding your 52-week savings challenge savings to your emergency fund will definitely help you reach that goal. An extra larger deposit will help speed up your progress. The sooner you have a fully funded emergency fund, the sooner you can move on to your other long-term goals. Next up is step nine, increase retirement contributions. So at this point, increasing your retirement contributions to at least 15% of your income is your priority. You're out of debt, so you should have more money each month. You're not spending it on debt payments. Now's the time to increase your retirement contributions and really focus on that goal so you can retire one day. Starting earlier gives you a better chance of saving enough time or saving enough money by the time you retire. If you have enough budgeted for retirement already, you might want to put your savings towards a different goal, which would be step 10. Choose your next financial goal. So this one's a little more open-ended and depends on your life and your priorities. Some examples are increasing your emergency fund to 12 months expenses, saving for your children's college education, paying off your mortgage, maxing out retirement contributions, saving up for a large purchase like a new vehicle, down payment on a home, home improvements, or a vacation, or pursuing financial independence. Any of these goals could benefit from an extra contribution from your 52-week savings challenge. And finally, my last suggestion is to use the money for gifts. You can use the money you save throughout the year to buy gifts for Christmas, birthdays, or other holidays. I like to contribute to a sinking fund from every paycheck, but that does get boring. It's the same amount every week or every two weeks, and it's automated, so I don't really think about it. The $1,000-$5,000 savings challenges are set up to get you to that goal, either $1,000 or $5,000, before Christmas, assuming you start the first week of January. You'll have enough for a carefully budgeted holiday and not have to worry about depositing your savings in the last two weeks of the year. So it is actually only a 50-week challenge. When you want to pay off debt but just don't know where to start, I've got your back. The Debt Payoff Planner is a free, downloadable guide that will walk you through three easy, actionable steps to create a customized debt payoff plan. You'll gather all of your debt information, choose a payoff method that works for your life, and create a plan that includes monthly payment amounts. Go to balancedfi.com slash debtpayoffplanner to download now. Now... How does the 52-week savings challenge actually work? We've talked about the benefits, but let's get into the details. The basic 52-week savings challenge requires you to deposit $1 in week one and add an extra dollar each week. By the end of the year, you'll have saved $1,378. And the most you're going to deposit in one week is $52. This layout is nice because it eases you into saving money. It doesn't get any easier, really, than saving $1 that first week. The drawback is that the deposits increase over the year, so you are making the largest deposits at the end of the year, which can be tight with the holidays. In the last four weeks of the year, you'll save $202 total, and December is probably the worst time to save that much money 
Christmas gifts and holiday parties often mean that you don't have that extra money in your budget. How do you reverse the 52-week savings challenge? So this is another variation where you start off by saving $52 that first week instead of $1. In week two, you decrease that by a dollar and save $51 and just keep decreasing it throughout the year. So by the end of the year, you're still going to have $1,378 saved up, but the burden of higher savings happens at the beginning of the year instead of the end. With the reversed 52-week savings challenge, you'll only need to save $10 during the last four weeks, $10 total. And that is a much easier amount to save when you're planning for Christmas. How can I save $1,000 in a year? The $1,000 saved 52-week savings challenge makes it very easy to automate your weekly savings because it's the same every week. You don't have to actually think about setting the money aside. You just save $20 per week, except for the last two weeks of the year. Or if it works better for you, you can take off two weeks some other time during the year. But the way that it's laid out, this allows you to save $1,000 before Christmas, which you could use on gifts or a holiday trip. Of course, you could also set up a Christmas gift sinking fund that you contribute to all year long. It's basically the same thing, just without the cute tracker. And that would free up the savings from the 52-week savings challenge for a different goal. It's up to you. How can I save $5,000 in a year? So this variation is more hardcore. You need to save $1,000 per week for weeks 1 through 50. Again, you get the last two weeks off so that you have the whole amount saved before Christmas in case that is your goal. And again, you could skip two other weeks throughout the year if your budget is tight at different times. Obviously, this assumes that you have a decent amount of excess in your budget, and it's not for everyone, but if you can swing it, it is a good way to save up some money. How much do you actually save with the 52-week savings challenge? Obviously, it depends on which variation you choose, but you can save between $1,000 and $5,000. Your budget has a great impact on how much you can actually save each week, too. No matter how good your intentions are, you can't save $100 per week if you just don't have that much extra in your budget. It's so personal. Committing to a savings challenge should also help you stay on track with your monthly budget and spending. Having a bigger goal, the challenge itself, lurking in your subconscious is a motivator to stick to your budget. Stay on track. When you're starting a new financial habit, it's hard to stick to your goal. Whether you're saving money, paying off debt, or following a budget, new routines are difficult to follow day in and day out. It gets monotonous and boring. So a, another alternative is a 30-day challenge. It's a great kick in the pants to jumpstart a new habit, but it's more short-term. You just can't save as much in 30 days, so you're not going to have the big amount at the end. And the restrictions of a shorter challenge are, are not sustainable long term. Uh, most of the time to save for 30 days, you're going to cut something out. And that might not be something that you can maintain long term. So participating in a year-long challenge 
on the other hand, allows you to save more money with less sacrifice because it's over a longer time period. You get to choose, but there will be links in the show notes to trackers for the 52-week savings challenge and a tracker for the 30-day challenge. To recap, a 52-week savings challenge can be a fun, motivating way to save money for your bigger goals, like debt payoff, savings, or gift giving. Automating the act of saving money makes it easy to forget that you once had the extra money to spend. Visit the blog post linked in the show notes to download your own printable challenge trackers for free. What should you do next? Decide on a goal or a reason for starting the 52-week challenge, print out the matching tracker, and get started. Good luck! Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance 5 podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.